When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Does anyone else have strong nostalgic feelings for the early 2000s? Because I know I do. And that song just like brought me back to such a good time. At least it's a good time now that I look back at it. That's when they actually casted black girls for music videos. And we thought George Bush was like the worst that we can possibly do as a president. Like it really baffles me to know that we thought Bush was the lowest we could possibly go as far as presidents are concerned but anyway welcome back welcome back welcome back to another episode of the carefree black girl diaries where we discuss various topics from pop culture news life and more and today i'm excited to be back with you all um the month of june was pretty hectic for me i was on the road a lot um first i hit new york to tend to some things there and then LA for a conference and two days after I got back from LA I was headed to Atlanta for another conference but that one was the one that I wanted to attend for my own personal gain so it was kind of nice to do something that I wanted to do myself like to attend for myself and not something that I was obligated to attend and that conference was the Summit 21 conference held by 2190 in Blavity and honestly, it was like every black girl's dream. I'm not even kidding. Um, it was two days, Friday and Saturday. And every morning we started with meditation. And after we had our meditations, we learned a routine by Beyonce. Um, not the routine wasn't by Beyonce, but the song was Grown Woman by Beyonce. So it's honestly in everybody's best interest that I never hear that song in the club because I promise I will not know how to act like, y'all know that scene in White Girls, and they're, like, um, having a dance battle. I feel like that's how it will be if I ever heard that song, because I'm instantly going to revert back to that routine. So, after the dance breaks, we split off into different workshops that they had, and the workshops were based off of three tracks. Um, one was Beauty, the other was Money, and the last track that they had for everyone was Impact. And I found different topics in all of them, so I was interested and like attending like a cross section of all of them um between beauty and money and the impact track so i got some great information from a lot of different women um i met shameless maya from youtube and she gave us a lot of good things about like lighting um studio setups in your home and stuff like that and then there were a lot of good things also from the people over at Color of Change. And their info was about how we can make a difference in our communities. And kind of remembering that no voice is too small. And we all have the power to bring our message across. And that we all have like a sense of influence amongst each other. So keeping that in mind. Um, I also met Seven Streeter. And I met Ashley Blaine from Dear White People. Both of them were amazing individuals um Angela Rye Karen Civil I mean I met so many amazing women there and it was just like an experience I've never had before in my life 
it was one unlike none other and honestly that's a lot coming from me because I attended an all-black school from kindergarten through 12th grade and after I left that all-black school I went straight into a HBCU and I had still not felt that amount of like proud blackness that I felt in that room until those two days it was surreal like and it was comforting also to see so many other women from different cities like chasing their dreams and it just smelled like cocoa butter and shea moisture products but before I forget shout out to Imani Cash she saw me in the hallway um Friday and she said she listened to the podcast on her way from Chicago and I was so hyped to hear that so thank you Imani and happy belated birthday from us at Carefree Black Girl Diaries and in honor of your birthday here's a quick Quick birthday breakdown for all of the cancers out there. Birthday kid, three times for the birthday kid. Go ahead and visit your birthday kid. Get up and visit your birthday. 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 So again, happy birthday, Imani. Also, happy birthday to my god sister Crystal and everyone who is having a birthday this month, or if you had a birthday last month in June. So now that you get a feel for where I've been, I want to have a very serious discussion with you about something that's been weighing really heavily on me and that is comfort zones and fear. So after attending all of these different events and meeting all of these different people, I have been forced to step outside of my everyday routine, of course. So I was talking to people And I'll probably never see these people again in my life, but I was talking to them about things that they dream of doing um, and what they want out of life. And as I'm talking to them, I'm starting to see a pattern amongst all of them. So let me give you some examples. So I'm in New York, sitting on the bus that was chartered for the group I was with. And I ended up sitting next to a girl that was born and raised in New York. And I think she was from... um, Brooklyn so she told me she was into graphic design and as she kept talking her guard you know it naturally started to fall because once you keep talking and keep talking and people are listening they will begin to you know give you more and more information about themselves so as her guard is falling she started showing me pictures of her work and she started telling me the issues that she's struggling with as a young creative So she was saying how it's hard for her to get paid work because people basically want something for nothing now and they underestimate the time and effort it takes to put into design work. So she also told me about how she once wasn't paid anything like they basically ran off on a plug because she had sent the work to them and they failed to compensate her. So another girl I met while I was there and we just happened to be sorority sisters and she was also born and raised in New York and I believe she was from she may have been from Brooklyn as well, but she told me how she wanted to leave and explore her horizons because she'd been in New York so long and she just wanted something new. So I ended up asking both of them the same question in our conversations. And I asked them, why don't you leave? And for both of them, the answer was easy, of course. And the reply was always, I'm in school. And I completely understand that, like, I'm in school too, so I get it. But the question that I asked was more so geared towards their futures. And when I waited for them to continue, they both pulled out all the stops. By that, I mean, 
it was like, well, I don't know where I moved to or I don't know how I'll find a market somewhere else or I have to build connections in another place. So I want you to keep all of those responses in your mind because now I'm going to take you all to the conference that I went to in Atlanta. So remember I mentioned that there are all of these women in attendance who are chasing a dream or some sort of goal or an aspiration that they've had. So I'm standing in line and these two girls approach me because they had seen me vlogging. And by the way, you can watch both of my vlog videos from Summit 21. They're on my YouTube channel and my YouTube channel's name is Shakira White. And both those videos are the two most recent posts I have on there. But back to the story. The girls come up to me and they tell me, you know, you look like this girl on Instagram who does the trap tutorials. And I was like, yeah, I've heard that like once before. But then the conversation kind of switched as we were talking. And one of them told me how she wanted to start a blog. Um, And I think it kind of came about because they asked me, what did I have in addition to a YouTube channel? And I told them that I have a blog and a podcast and everything. So she ended up telling me she wanted a blog too. And I asked her, why haven't you started it? And she said she had been planning and trying to get things right. She wanted to have content lined up. She needs to do a photo shoot. And similar to the instances with the other women that I mentioned before, I kind of waited and gave her time to say what she really wanted to say. And without fail, it was right there. Like she waited and then she said, well, I don't really know where to start. And as she was saying that, I could just see fear written across her face. Now, I can't tell you how many people I've ended up having conversations with or have sent me a DM saying they want to do this thing, but don't know where to start and they're afraid. And as time goes on and I talk to more and more people, I'm realizing that the first part of that statement that they give me is pretty much invalid. When people say they don't know where to start, that's a cover for what the real issue is. And that issue is fear. We have access to so many resources that technology has given us for the past several years. Like we Google everything. There is no way you can tell me you haven't Googled something in the past two weeks. I don't care what it is. If you want to know how to start a business, you Google. How do I start a business? If you want to know how to start a blog, you Google. How do I start a blog? And there will be pages and pages of information from people who have done the very same thing that you want to do, I promise. But that's also how I know that fear is the real barrier to progress. It's not being uninformed on the subjects or jobs you want to have or know about. It's the fear of starting them. So I'm reading this book. It is Vibrant Evolutions. The Beauty in Becoming by Jasmine Rouge. And by the way, she was on the very last episode, Homegirl Talk. So you can go and catch up on that after this episode is finished. So I'm reading her book right now. And I just finished a part in the book that covers the topic of fear. And in the book, it says that, quote, fear is the one thing that can cripple us or disable us from doing what we're called to do. Is something so strong that it can literally stop us from getting to where we're trying to go. End quote. And I've always found it kind of funny and ironic at the same time that we will let a feeling, literally something that we can't physically see, 
touch or per, like perceive with our hands. We let something that is not even tangible by any of our senses incapacitate us or keep us stalled and planted in the same place for years and years at a time because we're afraid to move forward. And don't get me wrong, like I am in no means saying that I've done everything I want to do in life despite being afraid. I'm actually saying the opposite. Everything I've ever done, I have been scared to death to do. Like I was scared to hit publish on my first YouTube video. I was afraid to go live with my first blog post. I was afraid to post my first podcast episode. All of these things I got in my own head and I fed into the fear that was already causing my heart to race. Um, Will my voice sound okay on the podcast? Will I look okay on the YouTube video? Will people understand what I'm trying to say on this blog post? All of these things and more, way more, are thoughts I had and sometimes still have today. But one thing I've learned is that fear feeds on our deepest insecurities and thoughts. And it only gets stronger as you feed it. It's kind of like, um, I don't know if you all are like avid Harry Potter watchers, but like the Dementors on Harry Potter. I might be kind of showing y'all my nerdy side, but I don't care. So on Harry Potter, the Dementors will literally suck the life out of you. Um, They feed on your thoughts. And that's kind of like a lot like how fear works. We have to stop feeding it. You have to be able to examine your fears and recognize where exactly they're coming from. And then you can be able to acknowledge that it's there and you can keep moving forward. So I actually have like a great analogy for this. Like I'm big on analogies and I could just pat myself on the back right now. But hear me out. So have you ever been to a zoo and they have bears and lions and tigers in these zoos? And I mean, these are like huge animals, but they're behind these cages and huge pieces of glass or like plexiglass. So you walk around the zoo looking at all of them and you know how dangerous these animals could be, but you still feel safe because they're locked away. That's how our relationship with fear should be. So you write down what you're afraid of or what makes you insecure about doing it. Then Imagine yourself locking each one of these fears away in their own little cages. Like the animals in the zoo, you can see them, recognize how they function and maybe what's feeding them. But you know that they don't have to go home with you. And from now on, that's how I want you to view fear. Don't let this thing that you've locked away follow you on your way to your destiny. Don't let it trip you up or weigh on you heavily that you find every excuse there is not to start or not to continue whatever it is that you have called on your life or whatever it is that you want to do. Because if there's one thing I've learned in these 24 years of life is that if you don't do what God assigned you to do, even if it's out of fear, he will give that assignment to someone else. You will look up and someone else will be running with what he told you to do. So when you get a chance, I want you to look up Joshua chapter one, verse nine, and keep that somewhere close to you. I'm not going to tell you what it says, because I actually want you to go for yourself, because the Bible does say study to show yourself approved. I want you to look it up. That's Joshua chapter one, verse nine. Read that. 
read it again, read it again in the um, NIV version, then read it again in the easy to read version. And whatever version is like best for you to write down, write that down. Keep it in your purse, keep it in your wallet or tape it to a mirror, something that you can see every day. So you can always be reminded of that. So part two of this podcast will be about those comfort zones because yes, the jig is up. I know you're stuck in yours, but don't worry. We'll pull you out in the next episode. Make sure that you are subscribed so you don't miss it. And as always, as always, thank you for tuning in and don't forget to stay black and carefree. And we'll see you in the next episode here at the Carefree Black Girl Diaries. Bye, guys. Thank you.